Do you know how many notes I have for this episode? How many pages? How many? Three and a quarter. That's some kind of record. <laughs> I have over a page this week. So you have the most notes you've ever had, and I have the least notes I've ever Pretty had. Pretty much. Amazing. That's how it's going to be this episode. <laughs> um, I also have amazing this amazing tweet thread, which I'm going to share with you. Oh, please. Before we start. All right. Thanks to Steve Supersonic Jeffrey. He's the best tweeter. Let's not let's not make it a competition. <laughs> and we also know James Callis is the best tweeter. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, he liked my tweet and I, I fangirled so hard I was checking my phone at work and like silently screaming. <laughs> Shout out to James Callis, friend of the pod. Um so this is Moth Dad on Twitter. Just learned that there are sixteen ounces in a pound and I'm fucking livid. This is all in capitals. Sixteen? What the fuck kind of number is that? And then it, this whole thing goes on for a while. But then he goes, or she, oh, oh non-binary. I'm not actually sure of the gender of this person. We so can say they when we, we don't know they. the gender of the person. Yeah. 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 I just realized that I made an assumption because it said dad, but that it might not be that. So they then say there are 14 pounds in a stone with all these explanation points. <laughs> um, well, that's some non-American garbage. <laughs> that's a completely different number. FYI. <laughs> There's literally no way to know how many ounces there are in a stone. No one can know this. <laughs> but you can just multiply 14 by 16. Your mass has clearly abandoned us. Numbers mean nothing in this point. <laughs> what the fuck kind of antiquated joke system are people working with? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, anyway... Uh, it just continues on, and then it just gets crazy. How many ounces go into a cup? Which fucking cup, America? How do you all own the same size of cup? Who has the monopoly on the good cup size? So, look, this this is great. Anyway, we did post that we retweeted the tweet on our page. So, if I look you, forward to reading the whole thread. Yeah, I think that my favorite part is when. They say how many Fahrenheit are in a cup. Um, <laughs> and also... Did you compose this thread? I am 30 years old in metric years, <laughs> which I also loved. So, yeah. Uh, go fol- go laugh at that thread. It was hilarious. Thanks so much, Supersonic. That mm-hmm. was great. You cannot play God then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes... And you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to another hey. week of Fears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica and Beds. I feel like I just have to include it every week until As we get until a proper studio. Until we're not in the bed, which, which seems like it's going to be a while. never going to happen. Um, what other podcasts record in a bed? This is magical. I'm sure... That plenty probably do. Yeah, you're probably, probably right. just not so open about it as we are. <laughs> <laughs> Super professional. This is a Battlestar Galactica podcast where we cover the sci-fi original series Battlestar Galactica week by week. And at the moment, it is week by week. It is. And we might continue that for December. Yeah, I think we can commit can manage it, to guys. going the one month until the end of the year. Look, the holidays are hard. Why not have a weekly happiness that is our podcast yeah presumably, if you're still listening to a us. little weekly happiness for us as well yeah mm-hmm. i mean drinking beer like this yeah one. what did you get for us today oh yeah i chose the beer this week actually it called to me from the stand at whole foods mm-hmm. i wasn't going to i don't usually pick up the beer but oh you got it at whole foods I did. um can you afford to pay your rent now <laughs> <laughs> i mean 
I had to dip into my rent money, but it's <laughs> fine. Uh, this is an IPA from Gun Hill, which is in the Bronx, and it's uh, it's called Join or Die. So shout out to Guy Spolta mm, for this one. He's got some tough decisions ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> self preservation is mentioned <laughs> several times in this episode. Completely on point. Should we jump right into our? Oh yeah, we've got a little bit of listener feedback. Oh yes, yeah. Which I thought was really great from Anna, of course. Who else? Apparently, in the dream sequence, Rosalind was supposed to shoot Baltar, but the actors convinced them that it should be a kiss. Which actually, if you'd seen him be shot in the be- in the dum duns you probably would have believed it could have happened. Yeah, that's way more believable. Way more believable. So but then Rosalind giving him a smooch. It. We also do. You want to talk about the results of our Twitter poll? I do. Um, much to my <laughs> sadness. Yeah, 62% for small dick energy, 38% for big dick energy. It was a s- stiff competition. It w- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sorry, who's, who's here with the dad jokes this week? <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, but yeah. It was 50-50 for a minute. It was. And honestly, I'm I'm intrigued by how many people believed Gaius has big dick energy. Yeah, I mean, I did. You're James not alone. Callis also weighed in, but I don't know if he actually clicked the poll or not, and you can't tell, but he did like that tweet. <laughs> he also liked Kaylee's theory that it took someone with big dick energy to portray someone with small dick energy. Mm-hmm. So obviously our friendship with James Callis is it deepening. flourishes. Deepening? Deepens on, and can... flourishes. <laughs> but yeah, thinking that perhaps uh, this could be a new segment of the pod. Rather than an MVP, we'll do a BDE. I think it's great. I'm into it. Okay. Because we were debating who else in the BSG universe has BDE. Mm. So why not just assign it every episode? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Okay, great. All right. All right. Let's get into this. So this week we are talking about season three, episode six, Torn. It's written by... Nothing's and right, I'm torn. You know how you wanted me to do it. You wanted me to do it. I paused to see <laughs> if you were going to go there. I have some I have some theories about uh I don't know. I feel like somebody heard the song Torn and was like, I'm gonna write this episode of Battlestar Galactica. Really? Yeah. And, and Koffel Saunders, actually. Actually, I guess t- Torn is from the nineties. Torn is definitely from the nineties, yeah. Oh, I found out today it's actually a cover because I was looking it up. Wait, what? I know. It's actually a cover. Two people have tried to do that song before. It just wasn't famous. Does that change your whole it took perspective on the song? Sweet Natalie and Brulia. How old were you when you learned that? Today years old? Metric years? Is that right? <laughs> that all sounds about right. Great. <laughs> um, Ann Koffel Saunders also wrote um, Pegasus and Sacrifice and Lay Down Your Burdens Part Two. She's she's been around. Yeah, yeah. Doing she's wrote some major shit. ones. Yeah, this um, is not one of them. Yes, yeah, this is a pretty. I mean, blah episode. Not a lot of stuff. Happens. It doesn't really move the plot forward along that much. It, I mean, I think it sets of, some stuff up for later episodes. Yeah, I think it's a, it's one of those filler episodes that gets you to some places. There's so much exposition in this yep. episode. That's of the main building. purpose of it. Yeah, with the Cylon world. Mm. Yes. It was also directed by Jean de Segonzac. Oh, great. That's mm-hmm. perfect French accent. Is that yeah. what you're going for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sure you could tell. Mm. Um, and he had a little bio on uh, on the internet that said, most of his work has been in gritty cinema verite style law enforcement TV dramas. Oh, wow. That's very fancy. Well, it definitely is very dramatic in the way that it is shot. Yeah. Did you get gritty and cinema verite from this so episode? So gritty and lots of 
nakedness. Lo- a surprising amount of nakedness. I'm okay with the opening scene, which is just like a body shot of six in a red bikini. Yeah, I I put a little note for like the setting of each scene, and my note for the first one is six is sexy time beach. Ooh, I, I like want to go to there. I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. I wish we could project. <laughs> I wish we could too. Yeah, my next note is dance. <laughs> it's a good bikini. We get a lot in this bikini. Like you, it looks good at the beginning, and then as you go on, you keep getting it from more angles, and you're it's like, oh, the, it's the great. back is all strappy. Oh, it's really nice. Oh, it's great. Yeah. All right. We could just talk about that for the rest of the episode. This is like. now <laughs> yep. a podcast that only covers <laughs> Six's wardrobe, which doesn't really cover Six. which is what we like about it fair yeah so we are um, like it's interesting even to know where we are so this is head six yes who is i think bringing gaius in to her sexy time beach i have but we're not totally no idea because then later on he's like oh you told me about projections before and it's like in your head she told you in your head. But he also is wondering in this scene, like, is she real? Is she connected to the woman he knew on Caprica? Or he says, are you a damaged part of my subconscious struggling for self-expression? And that just sounded real queer to me. <laughs> like, well, is I this gorgeous bikini clad woman a part of my subconscious yearning to be expressed? <laughs> Gaius. What secrets are you withholding? Um, speaking of queer, Gaius, I sometimes, when I can't sleep, like to watch trash movies. And I was watching Bridget Jones' Diary the other day, mm-hmm. and I lost my shit when I realized that James Callis is the gay friend. I had never... Well, I, had, I hadn't watched Battlestar Galactica when I'd seen it in the past, so I guess I never noticed. And his character's amazing. And that's all. You sent me the scene, and I don't... If I had sassy gay james callis for a friend i would have dinner parties every night yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean that wasn't even the best scene the best one because he's playing a guy who had like a one hit wonder and like has been riding off the fame for like nine years and someone turns him at the restaurant and is like um excuse me and he turns around and he's like yes yes it's me nine years ago <laughs> blah, blah 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 i'm not gonna i'm not gonna write anything else and then they're like no you're you're chair leg is on my wife's coat (laughs) he's just like so embarrassed and it's just played so well so he always plays someone with the most massive ego yeah yeah i guess so yeah that big dick energy Mm -hmm. massive ego (laughs) (laughs) so six tells him she's an angel of god sent here to help you i mean she's always looking at her yeah 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 but I, I don't know. I don't know if we can <laughs> trust Head Six when she says she's an angel. I don't know. No, I don't think we can trust. I don't know. I'm so confused at this point. I think that's do what they they're going for. This? Do they ever explain this? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy reference number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the piano theme that's playing. Oh, I have throughout. notes about this. Yeah, it's do you? so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, every time you're in the Cylon ship. It's gorgeous. I love what they do some really interesting things with the Cylon world. And it's like it's at the same time. So like technologically mm. advanced and also like very everyone's very like poetic. And mm. I don't know. They're doing naked Tai Chi. And <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was look. 
just naked. Everything's naked. It's great. Mm-hmm. Except for one particular naked-ish scene. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll we'll get to all of that. But yeah, Gaius wakes up and they gave him pants this time. Yeah, well, that was nice. Yeah. Also, I think still very naked. They they knew that people were gonna need to like get things done. Yeah. They're like put some oh, goddamn pants on. I wonder if he on. was originally supposed to be naked, and they were like, no, no, it's, it's too distracting. We're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a note that just everyone has amazing hair on the Cylon ship. So much. I bet they've got like humidity perfectly right. On that ship. Probably. Yeah. Well, they don't need it. Yeah. I don't. Just My whatever's going on in looks like the that. air or the water. It's great. Yeah. Gorgeous. Fun fact. My hair Quaffed. got better since I moved to New York for some reason. Hmm. Apparently, it's the water or something. We do have great water. I've heard that, but I just don't see how it could be better than Australia. No offense, but Australia is like, you know, a lot cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think New York water comes from New York City. Ah, okay. I think well, we get it from other places and it's very clean. Well, it's the same as everything in New York. <laughs> Just bring it all in. Yep. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, anyway, my hair's um, great. But so we have this montage of Gaius like like being awkward in his room it's and really sleeping weird. in a like a creepy fetal position on his chaise lounge. It's, yeah, it's like give him a fucking bed. <laughs> it's very what? strange. And then uh, he's having a little, he, he finally gets some real clothes. And then he's having a little conversation with Deanna. Yeah, it's funny because he's in a nightgown and he's naked and then suddenly he's in a suit. Yeah, they were like, Maybe oh. he was there the whole time. He's like, fuck that. Oh, you think he was just like, nope. If I'm not allowed to leave the room, I'm not putting any clothes on. Probably. Stomping around naked. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, Deanna, he's got a very flirty vibe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with Deanna here and she is like very unbuttoned her shirt is very unbuttoned and she is visibly annoyed when six walks up it's like extremely unbuttoned yeah I know but okay um yeah it's really weird how that dynamic has shifted and like Lucy Lawless is oh sorry (laughs) she's just always gonna be that to me yeah that's fine also it's like one of the greatest actor names ever yeah it's true Mm -hmm. yeah she is she's really into Gaius I think yeah, well, I mean, her options are limited. It's true. How many of the models that we have so far are men? If she, I mean, if that, I think that's what she's looking for. I mean, we don't know that. Uh, fair. It seems like they're all like into everyone. Oh, totally fair. It just um, seems like she's going for because that, obviously that D. That would be, you know, if you're going to create a race, why not? I don't know. Like once you've gone through like the other six people, yeah, who are around. Yeah, you've got to be. You, you don't want to limit yourself to half of those people. Still, six I might is be slightly a biased small in this argument. I d- six is a small number of yeah. people. To, no, but I guess you them. could get with another Mo- Deanna. Yeah, exactly. That'd be weird. That'd be hot though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, visual imagination. Uh, Gaius um, says in this episode he has one of those, and I thought of you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know. He, what does he say? I actually think like, I wrote down. Have a very word. visual imagination. Yeah, he did. It's in a later scene. It is. I definitely like, wrote oh, it down. Oh, just like Lisa. Oh, it's true. No, he said he has a vivid imagination. And I was like, yeah, you do. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, they ask him if he knows the way to Earth. And he's like, no. And they're like, <laughs> oh, Tarn, we would have kept you alive if you didn't. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I know it's so good. He says, I spent hours, days, weeks, months, months and months <laughs> studying this overcompensating much okay i get the small dick energy uh, yeah exactly and he wants to know why they're looking for earth 
like what they want with it. And six just goes, because we're looking for it. Yeah. They want to live there. I feel like, I don't know if this is like completely off base or what your opinions are. Okay. But I feel like this is how I feel about the whole like Israel Palestine thing. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I know it got <laughs> jumping right in. I know. From I talk small about dick this? energy to Israel Maybe Palestine. Is no, life. we're already there. <laughs> no, because I guess to me as an outsider with no religious family beliefs, it's just is boggling to me that everybody just wants this tiny little place and it feels like a similar thing with earth and i just wondered if like Mm. there would be some themes of that that would come up like obviously it's a place of significance for both of them but like maybe if one of you wants to go there don't both go there and fight and just like go to different places that is interesting Mm. but it's the i don't know it's kind of a dick move to like blow up 12 of the colonies and then be like we're gonna have the 13th one for our home exactly why didn't you just take one of the other ones jerks i agree (laughs) i completely agree (laughs) all right we'll see if they hit on any um i just it was just like not a prediction but like it just when i saw it i was like oh that's interesting i wonder if there'll be like some kind of dispute like that like um territory dispute yeah like this is significant for us because x is significant for us because x and like yeah Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it was just a thought. It's a very interesting theory. I, we shouldn't talk about Israel and Palestine that much. It's a bit dark, and we don't. We got to get into this episode. Yeah. We're just at the credits. I know. <laughs> we really, <laughs> we really uh, chatted a lot. Um, so we come back, and the fleet is having a training drill. Yeah. One thing I noticed is that on the sides of the ships, there are the names. Yeah, they're they're call signs. Yeah, and their I names never and noticed stuff? that before. Yeah. But then obviously Katz is the wrong one because she didn't have a ship since before. Hers says Ta or something, T-A-H. Oh. Yeah, because I noticed Apollos and then I was like, but for the new people, surely they're not going to have it unless it's the same guy who makes the models. Yeah, maybe he was too busy making yeah. extra models for the... Um, yeah, I think so. And a lot of people got promoted while everybody was on New Caprica. Yeah. Uh, so he had to make a lot of pins too. For sure. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Or lady or non-binary person. We don't know. We don't We don't know. We don't know. But um, regardless. But you, I think one of these people is has a call sign of Nacho. And oh, like yeah. That. I like that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Although Nacho is like a very common nickname for Ignacio. Oh, I've it? met several people called Nacho. I've but it is a good call sign. Nacho. You live in America. How have you not? It's like a really Latin America thing. I only know the white people chip version of it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you only know the chip version of nachos. Wow. Okay. So they're playing this little like it's like a laser tag game. Yeah, but with vipers. It's super fun. Yeah, I want to play. Um. Also, my next note says, "Okay, Starbuck, now let's stay in formation." <laughs> As a song. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Because somebody told her to stay in formation, mm-hmm. and then I. I applied the Beyonce song <laughs> to that line. It's funny and because that was you have the to joke. explain it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that that's how comedy works. <laughs> um, anywho, Starbuck uh, kind of clips Cat's claim. You know, that's a, that's a very understatement. It's pretty fucking brutal. Okay. Crashes into. Yeah, sure. Pretty much. Um, smashes her ship up, I think, more than Cat's mm. and uh, makes it to the deck with no fuel bone, bone dry, dry. <laughs> uh, and man is lee pissed so pissed he's so pissed and this is i think the first time we've seen them together since 
Everything happened. Everything happened. Mm. And we know that when she called, she gave him a ring on the Pegasus <laughs> and he did not want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if there's more story also, there. Where's D? Have we not seen her for a couple of weeks? Yeah. What's she doing? Probably another show. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing with these talented actors. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. The cast is pretty massive at this point, so I think it's understandable we don't see some mm. people in some episodes. But yeah, her, I mean, she was on the Pegasus for a long time and that done got blowed up. So what's she doing? Yeah. Mm, be curious to know. Um, but he uh, he says, you're done flying and sends her pecking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's so dramatic. Did you do theater? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so we go into Saul's quarters and he is just like chugging whiskey. He also looks very old. He does now. I think they intentionally are doing that. Yeah, I think so too. He should, mm. He, I mean, he's living a pretty unhealthy lifestyle at it's this true. point. So I think that would be taking a toll. Um, but boy, do they still have a lot of whiskey left. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, someone's illegally making it. But they're, it's like in fancy bottles. They're just reusing the bottles. I there, I know there, but there, there's two different kinds of liquor at least, because mm-hmm. one's clear and one's brown, and I feel like, and then there's all this champagne beer, whatever yeah, that thing is. Yeah, anyway. I just feel like the whiskey he's drinking is still. I feel like we shouldn't think about it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining it. No, it's okay. I think the same thing. This is hand wave, hand wave. Sure, I'm just curious about their they're whiskey stores. A lot. That's like, I all. I feel like they're drinking through like all of the boot like. Stuff. They're gonna be so sad when they run out. Yeah, I know. One of the the alcohols I thought about getting was Happy Hour. It was called mm. Happy Hour, and I was like, "Shout out to Ty and Starbucks." I well, I feel like Ty will get drunk again if we oh. want an occasion to drink that beer. Well, I mean, he didn't respond to Adama by going and getting sober. He mm. was like, "When got more drunk?" It's like, yeah, definitely gonna choose drunker mm. in this moment. I mean, it's not a terrible choice. <laughs> Maybe for him. Ooh. Uh, so he's kind of hallucinating that he hears Ellen's voice or maybe that lady is talking in the hallway and he actually hears her. Yeah, it was unclear which one. Yeah. Doesn't really matter anyway. But he starts chasing this like random blonde woman who mm-hmm. looks very out of place. I yes. know there are civilians on the ship excellent. now. She's been with the Cylon water. Yeah, also she definitely has the same hookup on clothing that Ellen did. Maybe like, she's wearing a, Ellen's it's a secondhand pretty, clothes. Maybe. Maybe Ty donated them. He's still got a lot of them in the closet. It's true. Yeah. But it's. I think it's reasonable that he chased after that woman because we've never seen another soul in this universe who looks like Ellen Ty and this woman definitely does. Yeah. It's very sad though. It is sad. Mm-hmm. And but then, I mean, uh, he did kill her. So like my, my empathy is a little limited. It's complicated. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Starbuck goes to her bunk and little Casey's there and it's like... She's like seeing a ghost too. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's really probably not appropriate, but Starbuck looks so hot right there. Like for that whole scene. Yeah, Even though I know also she's like all in the pain. time. I know all the time, but like particularly <laughs> just the way that her clothes like hugged her body in this moment. And the like, way she yelled Damn. at that two year old. Yeah, that's oh, hot man. So hot. No. That's that's your fantasy, not mine. <laughs> well, it got real weird real fast. <laughs> <sighs> Beg. It's <laughs> very different than yelling at a toddler. I know, but I assume you'd be into both of them. You're making a lot of assumptions here. <laughs> Today is pig on Kaylee day. <laughs> Sorry. 
I'm just feeling sassy. You did just make me dinner. So. It's true. <laughs> I've got a lot to make up for. <sighs> All right. So they're staying in uh, Camp Oil Slick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a name. What a, a comfortable sounding place. Yeah. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so sad. It is really sad. And like just I, I, I can't blame Starbucks for her reaction. And this woman doesn't know what she's been through. Mm. For sure. Yeah. It's hard. It's like, really You can rough. totally understand it. But at the same time, it's a poor little girl. Everybody's, poor mom. everybody's sad in this scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make a two-year-old friend. <laughs> okay. You thought this child was your daughter. You literally risked, like, your life to save her. But sure. Yeah. Oh, no, I totally get it. But it's still, like, sad. Yeah. It's also, like, I don't know. If an adult tells you, like, your kid does not want me for a friend, I would listen. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this stage, at least, she's pretty right. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, Starbucks not in a get, good place. It gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. Um, okay, my next note, OMG, finally. Oh, yeah. So happy about the Apollo not being fat anymore. Sad about the, the shirtlessness? Now, yeah, it's going to be shirtless Apollo all the time now. How does he have a six-pack already? It's not realistic. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, clearly a little bit of time has passed, but it can't be that long. He's been jumping a lot of rope. So much rope. Mm-hmm. And that's how you definitely get six pack abs. It's completely how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, great, we're going to be back to that. So, yep, mm-hmm. I'm expecting an, a week a N- episode. Nice and or horrible while it lasted. Yep, yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Gator, the science guy. Yeah, he's yeah. really good here, and you can still see his pain. You know? Oh, you can. Baltar. He goes present. Um, Dr. Baltar. Oh, he's got his notes and his old papers and like maybe his diary. Yeah, probably. And I love his line. He has an extraordinary capacity for self-preservation. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down too. <laughs> it's so good. And no one's ever done a truer read of I know Baltar. because he loves him. He knows him. Yeah, in his soul. Mm-hmm. And his soul is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But he loves him anyway. Sometimes it's like that. You don't know Gator's life. Maybe, maybe. We've all loved people who aren't good for us. We have. Mm-hmm. Um, they use a really interesting phrase here. Which is? Caravan of the heavens. Hmm, yeah. And I thought it was interesting that they used the word caravan and it was kind of like in regards to... I don't remember exactly, but it sort of, it was in regards to like people moving. And I was like, that's timely in a weird way that I'm sure they did not predict it would be. Yeah. I mean, caravan is a term that's been around for a mm. long time. It just, but it has very warm. weighted meaning right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was an interesting little thing. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about like a group of people who had to flee their home from persecution and are now looking for somewhere safe to rest their heads. And wait, isn't that on? Don't want to get blown up or tear gassed or anything. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that's that's the exact quote. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. We should definitely tear gas those people. Yikes. You moved here. I know. There's some good things about your country, too. Oh, that's true. New York is great. New York is not America. I think so. Except for all the corn syrup and everything. Yeah. Good luck with that. This country's trying to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you have to cook all your own food. (laughs) Really, it is. Much better that way. 
Anyway, um, Gaeta's reading this ancient scroll and then uh, Adama chimes in and Gaetus is like so impressed that he can read it and it's very cute and I think maybe Gaeta has a new crush. Oh, are we shipping Gaeta and Adama? Adama's like, oh, red and blue and Gaeta's like, very good. Oh, what would be their <laughs> couple name? Gadama? Gadama. <laughs> what a name. Okay, mm. I'm shipping this hard. Okay. Would it be Gadama with a D or a T? I mean, I don't want to be too much. Nah, it'd be. It'd, let's be real. Gadama? That seems very on the nose. Nah, Gadama. I feel like Dama would totally be the the dominant one in that relationship anyway. So he gets more of the let's name? Let's be real. Gator loves that. He's definitely a sub. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody has bigger BDE than Adama. Oh, but he can't win every episode. No, well, of course not. He gets, although he might win this episode because he's pretty, he's pretty BDE in this episode. Yeah. We'll, I don't know who else would win. We'll get there. It's pretty intense it's later. It's very intense. It gets to be a lot. Um. But yeah, this is just, it's such an exposition scene and it's, uh, it's Gaeta and Adama and Rosalind and they're like such strong characters that I don't even mind. No. Like I'm, I'm learning so much right now, you guys. <laughs> I'm learning about pulsars. Is it one star? No, it's two. Yeah. It's so good. And also <laughs> learning about Gaeta's new crush, which is the most important. Yeah, obviously. And Rosalind's just there being like a little third wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the way. Always in the way. Oh. I mean, awesome. of Gator's love. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you're right about that. Yeah. Well, he is problematic loves. Yeah, it's true. Although Adama, I mean, I just think theirs is a love that can never be. It's true. Yeah. Although, wouldn't that be revolutionary? It would. Ima- can you imagine There's Adama a, being definitely like, an age gap there? Is as my well partner, and people are like, whoa, that would be, be amazing. Pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Who That's knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe Adama will end up with D. Oh, so many. This is not a soap opera. It's probably not going to (laughs) happen, but we can always dream. Okay. All right. Uh, So let's move on to the Cylon ship. There's some wild editing. uh, I was going to say, it's so like interestingly shot. Like it's purposefully very different in the Cylon ship. Like the music is great. I Mm -hmm. love the music. I don't know how I feel about the shots. I love the, like the ship itself is super cool. The ship itself is super cool. It's very... It's way cooler than the Battlestar. Very simple. And then they have like... No, but outside the ship. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. It's well, they don't need they don't need good interior design. They have projections. Exactly. Mm. That explains away a lot of set that they did not have to build. Yeah. Just <laughs> some like... No, we just all walk around pretending we're in the forest. Yeah. yeah. Well, the sixes do at least. Sure. Uh, everyone has their own special little dream world, I suppose. Oh, this is where it's in my notes. I do have an active imagination. <laughs> oh, understatement of the year. Yeah, that's definitely true. I do think that the like the w- weird editing here is just, I think that it's strange for a human to be on a Cylon ship and it's almost like affecting his perception of reality. I think that might be what they're going for okay. because even in the scenes earlier on it was like that too. He was like Yeah. And I think that in this Very episode we kind of learned that the red things that we were talking about last episode, it seems like it's like the blood of the ship almost. Like mm-hmm. it's like pumping around weird. Yeah, because we um we haven't seen a lot of it on this ship, but it was I think the episode where Sharon 
parked on a Cylon ship and got mm. out and saw a million copies of herself. The like the ground was all like smushy and blood like. Oh yeah, we see this later on. I was going to talk about it. Oh yeah, we mm. do in the in the other ship. Um, yeah. yeah, but they're much more civilized, I guess, in this part of the ship, and I everything so. has proper floors and walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting though, and I love how just like quiet everything is with the piano music. Yeah, the piano music is great. I would love to find that and just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Gaius and Six are having a really awkward conversation. She's like, I imagine I'm in a forest. And he's like, like the one we used to walk in. And she's like, no, just a fucking forest. <laughs> <laughs> just because I like forest doesn't mean it's about you. Not, Not everything, everything is about, about you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's a hard thing for Gaius to accept. So he's never, that thought has literally never occurred to him. Nope. Um, and then he is like in between the hallway conversation with Caprica Six, <laughs> and then he's back so on the sexy beach, talking to yeah. Head Six, and then I I think he just like shouts in the middle of this hallway, "Am I a Cylon?" <laughs> and she's like, "What?" He's just crazy, no matter where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how many times he said, "Silly me, I was talking to myself <laughs> in his life." In his life, at least since he met Six. Yeah. But also possibly before that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. He cray. Real cray. But he's like, oh, well, I have these like visions of this sexy woman and we're on a beach now. So clearly I must be a Cylon. Yeah. What's, what's your take on that? If he was a Cylon, why would Six be trying to get pregnant with him was my thought. Oh, he's very, obviously not a very specific. Well, I mean, because that was the point, right? And it seemed like. And if he was a Cylon, why would she have protected him? Because he would just be downloaded too. Yeah. I think he really wants to be special. I know. It's his whole thing. But he is special. Yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> it's a different kind of special. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're in the, the, the pilot's rec room. And, yes. And uh, don't you just hate it when someone calls you... Uh, by the call sign of someone who's identical to you, but tried to murder Adama. How dare she? She just says it. She drops it so casually. Because she doesn't think about it because she's known this person as Boomer their whole life. Yeah. It's like when someone changes um, uh, genders or and, and or their name, and it's like very challenging at the beginning because you've like been so accustomed to this person as something in your mind. And it's like just such a habit to just like, drop it in you just say it and then be like fuck yeah. But yeah it's kind of a thing you do without thinking i'm not gonna let that fly as an excuse to oh no misgender your friends listeners no 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 <laughs> do not misgender your friends but i also think that it's it's i think that it's important to recognize that it can be challenging to change the habits that you have around what you call somebody sure and yeah. then but as long as you apologize and are aware of it and make an effort to change yes yeah is okay. my point not it's okay just <laughs> it's natural i think is what i'm saying i think it's okay to talk about that it's it can be hard but oh, for um sure. you know what you do then is you get everyone in the room to shout out a new call sign. All right. So we're we going to do this. Are we going to shout out which ones we wrote down? Yeah, and you can't wait, shout out the same one yeah, twice. Wait, I got to find my list. Ready? I have so many of them. Okay. I don't. So I'm going to start. Okay. Chrome Dome. Titanium. Raptor Adapter. Wind Up Toy. Vomit Chaser. <laughs> Comet Chaser. Oh, I said Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where my mind went. 
tin can. Digital day? I think digital dame. Digital dame. <laughs> I've That's also got toaster babe. Oh, yeah. I got to hear that and one. And micro chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, guys, he did a great job. They busted those out so fast. I think these guys have been done some improv. Oh, <laughs> yes. For <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> hashtag theater major and just like okay when did hot dog become the most adorable pilot um he was always the most adorable pilot listen to our earlier podcast he wasn't that on my radar and then just this whole episode he's like the dude who's got your back and the dude who's coming up with the best call signs and he's such a little sweetheart yeah he is i always knew that about him but he shouts out athena it's like you know you know, the goddess of wisdom and war, usually accompanied by the goddess of victory. It's so nice. Obviously. Obviously. It's so freaking cute. Yeah, it is. Isn't that the guy who's played by Edward James Olmos' son? Or is that a different one? I genuinely don't know that. I feel like I covered this. We covered this, but I can't remember if it was Hot Dog. My my geekdom has not extended that far. Oh, well, how dare you? <laughs> um, I am disappointed in myself. But I always, I always knew about Hot Dog, you know. Okay, you look that up. I will. Um, I'm going to talk about how I don't buy this line from Saul comes in and he's like, oh, Kara, you're playing Dead Man's Chess. That's a cutthroat game. It's not usually your style. Who's more cutthroat than Kara Thrace? I agree. Nobody. Also, I'm done. Yeah, it's Bodhi almost. It's uh, it's his son in real life. I love him even more now. I know. <laughs> oh, what a sweet How baby. good. I think that that episode, which was a very long time ago when we were introduced to Hot Dog, I think that in that episode, um, I was planning my future with him so that I could be <laughs> Is that why you James took his Almost's <laughs> daughter-in-law. Is that why you took his call sign? Because you're going to be like Mrs. Hot Dog? Probably. I think I also just thought it was a dope hot call sign. I think it was given <laughs> to me, actually. I think Melia and Tom just decided that oh, it was nice. mine. Okay. Yeah. So, but I have a few call signs. I should go back. We've talked about this and like... Yeah. And like write them all down. I also I have big plans to um we're doing this frat count and I have it by character and like what's the point of this if at the end we're not gonna make some big announcement. I wanna go back and I wanna figure out throughout the series who says the most fracks. Oh wow. Who never says frack. I wanna know. I wanna know who's has the foulest mouth. Do you think that's on the line somewhere? Or do you think that Do you think we've hit a corner of nerddom that no one else has tried to achieve? Surely not. Okay. But maybe. (laughs) And also, I don't volunteer. I know the scripts are online, but I don't know how accurate they are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Look, I don't know if this is going to happen. It's just. It's a thought. I have visions of Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like with visions of sugar plums dancing mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Visions of Excel spreadsheets dancing Exactly. There. Except I don't have Excel. That's I have Kaylee's. whatever the Apple version uh, of Excel is. Oh, I have Excel. Here's my baby. Hey, thanks. Or we can use Google Sheets. Hey. I do like a good spreadsheet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I, I actually got a lot of, I got a lot of shit on my um, 30th birthday because we did it out like an hour from the city. And I made this amazing spreadsheet with people's like names and locations and when they were coming and who had a car and who didn't have a car. And then I got everyone instead of a present to bring a bottle of liquor. And then I had it like split up so that people who didn't have enough money to buy a whole bottle could share a bottle. And like then we had because you know how sometimes when people bring liquor, everyone brings the same thing. And then you can't make drinks because it's just like boring. Whereas this is like I had a cocktails written out. 
Yeah, it was amazing. I'll you should see you my face day. right now. It's so, she's so excited about it. And then everyone the whole night. I'm like ex- slightly excited and slightly horrified. Like I'm, so it's good. a fine line in between. This is what you have to do when you don't have money to throw at a birthday party. <laughs> and you're just like, I couldn't make this happen for $100,000. You, half a bottle of vodka. <laughs> exactly. You, drive this person. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, and everyone gave me so much shit about it. But you know what? They all got there and we had plenty to drink. All so right. to you, I say... That was a great idea. And all's, how dare you? All's well that ends well. <laughs> and buy a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, oh, so I'm done with Ty. Is my note here. I'm done with it. He, it's, he's it's exhausting. Just go somewhere else. I mean, or don't go anywhere is more my point. You're a miserable human. Stay away from other humans. I just, I don't know. This This whole thing is really... They're working through some complicated shit right now. I, I'm almost into Saul and Kara being like war buddies. I'm into that, okay. but like it's too much. No, it, it's way too much. And it's like that's what they do for half of this episode. Yeah, just get so drunk. So it's just exhausting. Get drunk and be belligerent. Yeah. But I don't know. People who survive war and survive trauma got to process some weird shit. It's true. Yeah. All right. I have to open this environmentally friendly beer can packet. Do you want me to hold? Great for the dolphins. Terrible for me trying to hold a microphone (laughs) and open them at the same time. Kaylee, tell us about the next scene. So the next scene, we're back in the Cylon ship and Gaius is just leaning against a wall like with his glasses in his mouth and Six comes up and she's like, you look distracted. It's like, Really? Weren't you guys just walking down the hallway and having a conversation? When did he have time to just lean against a wall yeah, and maybe time get lost changed, in thought? Know. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, also, yay, they address the other five Cylons. They do, but not before they give us a montage. A montage of all of the, all the Cylons yeah. that we've seen is the most I embarrassing thing I've seen on this show. It's pretty bad. It's terrible. But it's like his mind. He's like, trust your freaking listeners or watchers. Oh, it's true. But it's like Gaius's mind being like, oh, there's I only this seven. One. I remember this one. I remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know it's only it was now you're figuring this out, Gaius. I was here last week. I was on that last week. Yeah. You're so ahead of the game. For a smart guy, you're not that smart. <laughs> she, Six has this line where she's like, you know, I used to think you and I might have a baby one day. He's like, who are the final five silence? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like she's finally this opening is like the up most and real with him. moment she has offered you since yeah. f- for probably a year yeah and you're like am i a cylon <laughs> do you know who the cylons are if one of them Classic walked right by you would you be able Bolta. to tell and she's just like we don't talk about that i know so i was right there is a rift there's something yeah there's some drama there yeah. Do you want to expand on your prediction? Or no. Or just gloat <laughs> I'm too in? scared. I'm going to gloat about <laughs> what I predicted and I'm going to leave it at that. All right. A rift uh, is the extent of Some your of prediction. them wanted to kill all the humans and some of them didn't. There right. we go. Prediction. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not going to write that down and forget to ask you about it. Okay. That's how that's going to go. All right. I'm trying to read your face, but you're good at this. Hmm? I'm trying to read your face. Oh, about who yeah. they are? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not going to give you anything. I know, it's really hard. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> I love that you're like, I'm trying to read your face. Like, if you needed to know, you 
could easily find out. Yeah. And I appreciate. I never do. But it's only when people slip up mm-hmm. that I learn facts. Okay. Yeah. It's I never not going to happen here. And this is why when I need to look something up, I you usually just ask, ask you. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just, you know why this thought has never occurred to him before is because he never thought he might be a Cylon before. Yeah, exactly. That's it's the only, only reason on why he's asking. <laughs> As I said, classic Bolta. Totally. And man, if he could just like die and keep resurrecting, oh, that would be, I think, a dream for guys to be like immortal. Yeah, yeah. for sure it would be. Oof. And for me. Let's be real. <laughs> thousands and thousands of copies of Gaius's. It's so good. I just realized your, your laptop case is really cool. It's like hey, a thanks. purse. Yeah, it's cute. Very old woods of you. Oh, that's the first and I'm assuming last time that comparison <laughs> will ever be drawn. <laughs> it is blue and not pink, just in case you're wondering. Uh, no, but it's like I was thinking of when she gets a little MacBook thing and it's like a purse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a handle, but... Well, maybe that's another show. It sounds like an Elle Woods thing to do. Yeah. But let's be, Elle Woods is great. No, she's totally great. Mm. She and I are just very different people. That's true. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so we see some more of the Cylon ship. It's all very, there's a lot of like water based yeah, features. It's, crazy. it's interesting. And it's like, how is the water watering like that? How is the water watering? That's yeah. an excellent question. Mm. Um, but you know, it doesn't look like water. What does it look like? Well, it looks like water, but it doesn't look like how water behaves. Oh, true. It's like coming down and like weird little like yeah. beads and there's pools of it that they stick their hands into to learn information. And It's a lot. It's a lot. And I do think it's an interesting choice because like for us, like power is electricity is stuff that can't get wet or be around water. And their technology is like, I don't know, water based. It's an interesting. Well, they, it's all organic. It's all organic. Yeah. I like Ooh, the look of it. Sound. It's always a good sound. Mm. Mm. Um, so the Cylons are all together and having a conversation about uh, what they're going to do. So we didn't talk about Gaius sending another ship to the location of where to save his he ass. thinks Earth might be yeah. or at least some sort of path to Earth Blinking might be. eyed lion. But they went... And then everybody on the ship got sick, including all the ships. Because they're organic. Because everything's organic. Not good. Yeah. I mean. I guess computers can also get diseases. Computers get viruses. I went through a few of them (laughs) way back. And then I switched to MacBooks. And this is now my plug for Mac. Let's sponsor. Can you please sponsor the podcast? Because I'm just, I'm just a slave to all your products. Unfortunately, yeah, it's pretty tragic. It's really bad. Um, I've had like several MacBooks and several iPhones, and I feel like you owe me. So pay for it. Yeah, that's totally how that works. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Apple's bitch. We a lot of us are. That's how. I think we're at the beginning of the end with all this mess. Oh, we're all just Skynet. Maybe. Are they going to be Cylons? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. At least it'll get more exciting, eh? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. great. That's what we need right now. More excitement. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe some futuristic overlords would run the government better than um, what we have going on here. Because it's Well, you've recorded that and put that into the world. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll revisit that. (laughs) 
so they guys uh at the encouragement of sexy beach six um offers to go as the only human who possibly will not be infected by this virus possible human possibly possibility of infection um he's gonna go (laughs) <laughs> six calls it a truly selfless act yeah bullshit D- he's never no he's that's never not done that, that but he'll does. never do that no no all self-preservation um also there's a six walking around in the background in an outfit that very much reminds me of sandy at the end of greece when she Ooh. like gets cool she's oh. got it's like an off shoulder like black tight nice situation yeah it's just an interesting style that. choice yeah. it's very in the background it just called out to me. And here's Hot Dog again, <gasps> making a beautiful toast. Here's to knowing that somebody will always have your back. I know. What He's a guy. Beautiful. And then Ty, motivational speaker, always ruins it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot Dog, just let Hot Dog be Hot Dog. Let Hot Dog be Hot Dog. Yeah. He's what the a, best. What a, don't, don't ruin him. Yeah. I think it's, it's extra... I think it was a choice to have him be extra sweet in this episode as a counter to. He's just, always sweet, Kaylee. But the awfulness. Just of, because you never noticed him before. He hasn't talked in since I have joined this. <laughs> he, I don't think he's barely spoken. It's true. Um, but I do think having a character who's that like genuine and sweet was a choice for this episode. Oh, for sure. Because Ty is like, you can't trust anybody. And Starbucks like I'll drink to that and they're just a and then Cap's mess. like frack you or is that later mm, it might be now my, I told you my notes for this episode were more brief than they oh that's true I'm pretty sure this is when Cat chimes in and it's like I'm sorry yeah it's it is and she's like if everybody's out for themselves then what about all of the pilots that died rescuing you from New yeah. Caprica and he was like I don't know then there's an argument yeah but no it's a rough she scene she raises some good points and he is kind of like Everyone was loyal until they weren't. So now he doesn't trust anybody. But people were in tough situations, man. It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you killed your wife. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep bringing it up. <laughs> He's just so rubbish this episode. I just feel like I should remind him, you know. He's in He's in pain. I don't know. He's a complicated character at best. Um, but Adama gets his briefing from Hilo uh, who he inquires about Ty uh, and Hilo's like yeah he and Starbuck have been holding court in the rec room yeah he's so nice about <laughs> it also in my mind that was Tyrell in that scene which just goes again to my basic white guy theory they're both the same to me I'm sorry yeah I was like oh when Tyrell sees Adama no you're right it was totally Hilo yeah I don't I think we barely see Chief we in this episode him, no he is, he's there, I think, at the beginning. Maybe they're the same person and they can't show them together. At the same time. Yeah. I, We've already seen them together. Um, I'm pretty gay, but I think Hilo is much cuter than Tyrell. It's true. Okay. So I'm going to go with not exactly the same there. Yeah. Sorry to think about it. Hilo <laughs> uh, is definitely cuter, but maybe this is our weekly Twitter poll. Yeah. We could put who are the vanilla guys? Hilo. Tyrell. I don't know. Maybe somebody will surprise me. Maybe people were really into that hipster beard that Tyrell had they might on be. New Cap. Yeah. I think Heel is just a cuter, better dude all around. I know, but I feel like I hate Bob, uh, Bobby, Billy. Billy. And a lot of everybody hates Billy, so maybe some people are into Tyrell. Should we put Billy in there? Wild card. 
<laughs> we'll get back to this and uh yes we're for, getting look off, for our off track we'll have, a, we'll have a basic white guy poll mm-hmm. i'm sure there Vanilla. are more that we just can't think of because they're too basic well they all roll into one really exactly shall we press on we should <laughs> we got distracted <laughs> spent too much time on boring white guys um is this our first sighting of a hybrid in the series because we watched razor and there was a hybrid in razor I don't understand the hybrids. It seems really weird to me that this person Cylon hybrid is in human form. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to understand what the technology is there. Okay. Um, we do learn in Razor, because we watched it uh, ahead of time, that they were kind of like a weird step in the Cylon evolutionary process that didn't really... Okay. Um, but even her, because then she's connected into the ship. She's connected to the ship, and I think... It's, I mean, I wouldn't look too closely at it, but in, it seems in Razor, Sharon says something about like, oh, some of them are still around, and they kind of like run the base stars, just like... She just like dropped that in there, but with no explanation. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's like attached to the ship, or is the ship, or... Yeah. Something. It's um, You know what it sounds like she's doing, though? It sounds like she... If you took the words she's saying out of context and put them, like, on stage at a poetry slam, <laughs> it sounds like some really bad, like, early college age, I would say. Yeah. Poetry night. Okay, so um, after we finish recording, I'm actually going to loop back to you and get you to read that out loud as a slam poem okay i'm game okay good <laughs> gotta get that theater degree in somewhere i gotta use it for something exactly i'm ready for this okay great oh i just wrote that like ew pruny like her body's just in water yeah so she- much pruning i did a jacuzzi the other week did you prune oh yeah so much i was in there for ages in the snow it was so good oh Upstate. that sounds amazing actually. it was amazing it was really amazing All except right. like when there ended up being like way too many people in there and then it, oh. the water got really low and it was gross oh no that's there's a there's a maximum number for yeah we exceeded enjoyment. that for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they so they talk about this hybrid and with again with the exposition here six is like most of the silence believe that she's her consciousness is just like she's lost her mind yeah but of course the freaking leobans are the like the one you call every Leoban word, word she, she says, says yeah she says which the is, ones you call the urban, which I thought is like an interesting nod to everything. No, it is. Actually, I didn't even really catch that. And it's yeah. like, did did humans give them these names and call them I that? don't know, because it feels like they go with them. Do you think that like humans just are like, well, this one was named Sharon, so they must all be named Sharon. And they're like, okay, fine. Just call us all Sharon. Whatever. It seems like it. Maybe. Huh. I didn't think I actually process to that mm. um but anyway of course frequently open is the one that's like <laughs> she speaks the word of god and tells me to kidnap human women and no torture them no surprises there yeah um but she uh she controls when the ship jumps and i think she does it by Did having an orgasm it? well that's what it looked like i was gonna say <laughs> she does look like she's having an orgasm yeah um, she, I, she i think she does control it or she at least she knows when it's happening. She knows when it's happening, I think. And yeah, she has like total orgasm face for a lot of this. Mm-hmm. But especially in the jump. Yeah, that's like her It climax. looks like a very pleasurable jump. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. En- enjoy your bath, girl. Yeah, I agree. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, she's in a bath. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> totally climaxing. Yeah. Well, now we know how ships get off. And questions I never thought I'd have answered. Yeah. Right here, folks. Battlestar Galactica, here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gaius is in his little space suit. Looks adorable. He He's does. going to check out this virus-infested ship. This is also like, I don't know how autopilot works, but this seems like a very sophisticated autopilot. For sure. Also, guys, Baltai, get your shit together. Learn how to drive. <laughs> Even just a little bit. How old are you? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if part of it is they don't trust him to not escape. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But He's in a bit of a tough bind. Yeah. Join or die. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, going to get better or worse after this adventure. Um mm. It's weird. He like he's looking at all of these dying Cylons and he takes out this just like point and click camera, which seems like the absolute most outdated piece of technology they've shown us. It's true. Yeah. It like um, makes a noise when you click it. Also, this is so old. The inside of this ship is very cool. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It's like organs. Yeah. They're technology. They're like organism it's crazy. It's really cool. I really liked it. Shout out to the team who made that happen. Set designers? Or yes, that's what they are. Con- people who came up with the concept? It's or? good. Yeah, I it's like great. it. I approve. I approve this scene. Um, do you approve of Six with black hair? I noticed that and I was like, damn. Except you're dying. I mean, we didn't really get the full effect because of that. Right. I wonder if we'll see any other black-haired sixes because I, I, so. I would be into it. Yeah, I'm into it. Also, like, man, you guys all look the same. Like, I think different colored hair is, like, a choice. It's a good choice. Yeah, like, there are no, like, I don't know. Cylons really, like, stepping uh, out there with their style game. Like, there are no punk rock Cylons. Nobody's, yeah. like, walking around with a mohawk. But also, let's be real, every color is sixes color. Well, that's It's true. not even like she went to blonde and was like, oh, this is my color. It's like, no, sweetie. No, we've seen her with Have many different yourself? hairs now. Every color is your color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lucy Lawless, same category. Totally. They picked some very pretty silence. Yeah, they have. Not the men. Not so pretty. No. Maybe Simon. Who's your... Hottest male Cylon? Hottest male Cylon. Simon, for sure. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah, that's not actually even a competition. No, it's not. Hottest Why? female, it's an equal tie. They're all amazing. I can't. Why are all the white guys so gross? Yeah, they're all... Yeah, they are. Also, Leovid's shirt is so shiny. Yeah. He's so hideous. He would be such a shiny shirt guy. He would be. And he's got that like spiky. It's gross. Two blonde hair. Yeah. Which mm. like all of them have. Dude, that's not your look. Yeah. You need to see a colorist. It's like a silent guy fury. Yeah. It's gross. So this six, again, gives us a large amount of exposition as she's dying. Mm-hmm. They found this beacon thing floating at these coordinates. They didn't know what it was. They brought it on the ship and it was filled with a pestilence. Shout out to uh, the 13th colony. Some forethought there. Yeah. I mean. They were ready. I mean, all of this has happened before and uh, all of this will happen again. again. So <laughs> they might have had some experience in this area. Yeah. Maybe they they planned all of this or maybe it was just a weird piece of virusy space space junk i'm going i'm predicting it was planned okay i love how you're writing these down (laughs) (laughs) that's okay when you're doing the re-listen where you count all the fracks we can uh for your spreadsheet you'll get it yes i do usually re-listen to the pod because you like the sound of your own voice 
Because uh, I find I find a new thing to hate about the sound of my own voice every time. So every week I come in with Same. a new thing to try to fix. <laughs> we'll get there by the end of it. Oh, for those of you who have not done a podcast before, mm-hmm. uh, it is an experience. You do have to actually listen to yourself. I'm just giving Kaylee shit. Yeah. I remember producer Tom made me do it at the beginning and I was like, I hate you. I won't. I will never do it. <laughs> and then I did the same thing. I'm like, I hate everything. Yep. <laughs> I do all these things that are so annoying. <laughs> is that how I talk? Why do I say like so much? I do say like. I feel like it's gotten worse since I've come to America. I say, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I actually know what the waves on the screen look like when you say, mm-hmm, and when I say, um. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's some next level podcasting. Yeah. I'm getting better at producing, in case you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> well, if you can hear us this episode, then we're on the right track. Exactly. Um, Gaius crushes this woman's throat. Um, uh, right after hands. saying, I would never do anything to hurt you fuck like he literally said that like a minute before he killed her and she was like i think you did it and he was like Duh. <laughs> it's, it's horrifying brutal. yeah it's pretty bad. have we seen him kill somebody before with his bare hands it can't be with his bare hands have I we seen him so. even shoot anyone before i don't know i can't recall me either. I think that he's definitely like threatened people maybe. I don't know. I'm sure he threatens people every day. I bet he threatens people if like his coffee's cold. Yeah. But I don't know if we've seen him actually. But yeah, this is pretty rough. It's very brutal. Yeah. To watch. But I mean, when he first got there, she said, kill me. And he's like, no, I will never hurt you. And yeah, then but he's also like, you're annoying he's me. not you doing that. Yeah, he's not doing that out of concern for her suffering. No, like, he was killing her because he was mad. He's mad and I think he's, he's like... scared that she'll he, tell yes, them. exactly. Even though he really didn't leave the thing there. I mean... And he didn't know about it. Yeah. He's just but scared that... He'll, he does have an extraordinary for capacity for self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I, what we're seeing it here. It feels like... I mean, I know he's done some really unbelievably fracked up shit throughout this whole series. But this seems like a turning point in yeah, how brutal he can be. It, it sure does. It's really disturbing. But yeah. He gets back on the, I don't know if the like mic just started working again or something. There's yeah, because he system. was talking a lot and they're like, Gaius Baldar? <laughs> what was dead? that like Scottish? <laughs> I don't Gaius know. Baldar? That wasn't Scottish. I think that was my um, Australian accent and I was trying to say the R's better because we just don't say them and I'm always aware of it. And so I've been trying to say my R's better, but apparently this makes me Scottish. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) I mean, I'm Scottish, so it's probably true. All right. No, my, like, legit, like, my grandparents are Scottish. Not like how Americans are like, I'm Scottish. It's like, but who is? (laughs) Oh, my great, great grandmother. It's like, you're not Scottish. (laughs) You're American. Well, we don't have any... identity because we stole this land from other people so we yeah, have to same. connect to other it is a really american thing for white people especially i feel like white people in australia don't do that yeah we like spend a ton of money my mom did it um sent in like oh, you no. send in your dna to find out exactly what breakdown of white you are have <laughs> you seen the south park episode i have not it's so good i haven't watched that show in a few years it's good. Okay. Stan's no, dad sends his thing in and then finds out that he's part Neanderthal and then like 
everybody's who gets it. Like, You're a species exterminator. <laughs> 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 it's so good. And the advertising for it is like, I found out I'm 14% oppressed. There's <laughs> all these people. A crazy ex-girlfriend does it really well too with um, Daryl. Who's like, he finds out he's one eighth Chippewa, and so he just goes like full Chippewa. Oh yeah, like buys heaps of Native American stuff. It's like, yikes! It's but it's par- it's done on purpose. Sure, it's very oh, yeah, funny. Sure. But um, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. I I'm all the whites smushed together. I'm like, yeah, I'm from everywhere in Europe where no one gets a tan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Scotland, Germany, France, England. Oh, we could be related. Exactly. <laughs> and then apparently my dad has some deformity, which means that we're part Viking. Oh. And so he was like, yeah, of course. Like this, this Vikings probably came and raped us Scottish ancestors. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's probably right. Oh. Uh, yeah, anyway. History is disturbing. It is, but... It's also just, yeah, I just find an interesting thing about Americans and how they cling on to their European identities. Mm-hmm. White American. Yeah, it's it's a strange country yeah, but like that we live in. Yeah, there's like generations of American-born people and they're still like, I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. You'll see that a lot on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. This is, will this be your first St. Patty's in... Uh, it will be. In the States. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be prepared for a lot of vomit on the subway. Oh, it's a great that's time. so gross. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, God. SantaCon is going to happen, too. Guys, oh, wow. don't ever come here. It's terrible. <laughs> 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 Have Look, you been here for SantaCon? Um, I didn't go to it, though. But I, I was here for but it. But you know, like, what it is. Oh, wait. No, I wasn't here for it because I only got here late December. SantaCon is this horrible what it day. Is. I'm going to tell our in listeners? case other people don't yeah, know what it this is. This isn't just about our conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> SantaCon is this horrible day where every trash human dresses up as Santa or some sort of Christmas themed character and comes into the city and starts drinking at like 9 a.m. and just goes for the entire day and they do horrible pub crawls and they're so disgusting and it, it like little kids are like why is santa puking and Aww, it's horrifying kids i mean you say this and you make it sound like it's a weird event that people would start drinking at 9 a.m but that's just cricket in australia <laughs> i mean we, we drink at 9 a.m for lots of things anzac day which is actually the day where we honor our troops is actually like people get up at dawn and then they just go to the pub and they can you guys hold much. your liquor better than we can though yeah like in the southern states yes in the northern states no what an interesting what's just because in the northern states they get treated like children and have really crazy lockout laws and so therefore they act like children and get stupidly drunk early in the day and it's terrible I try to order and eat whiskey there after 10 p.m. and they will tell me no shots and I will say to them I'm a 30 year old woman Oh, wow. Give me my fucking $20 whiskey. <laughs> I'm 1120 Mate. years old. Just give me a freaking beer. Yes. Bobby <laughs> Rivers, number two. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Um, anyway, so, I mean, the drinking at 9 a.m. thing. Oh, Melbourne, like all of the horse racing. Oh, it's terrible. I'm not saying I've never had a drink at 9 a.m. Oh, I'm look, just saying when you come into the city to be a nightmare person no, because for it's like not the people 15 who live in the city. hours. <laughs> It's too much. And I'm saying 
I respect that it's painful and I know because I'm from a country where that happens on a regular basis. <laughs> I just, I refuse and to you believe. you why I moved here. I refuse to believe that anywhere is more obnoxious than New York City during SantaCon. I think the main thing is that New Yorkers are just obnoxious. Hey, now. In the nicest way. <laughs> I think most like true New Yorkers hate SantaCon and it's all people who come in to the yeah, city and don't sure. actually live here. Yeah. I just think there's a difference we can talk about it later i think we need to get on with this episode wow what a tangent um that was a really good tangent though (laughs) we're learning so much here plus this episode is a little bit meh beautiful respective cultures (laughs) (laughs) i think that this podcast is half battle no wait like half battle star galactica half beer and like half america and australia differences that was at least three halves (laughs) (laughs) i did it We are extra, so it fits. I'm going to get your attention by telling you that Gaius is back in a bathrobe again. He is. And that's great. He came back from that ship. And just changed right into I a I guess bathroom. he had to take a shower. So, like, he didn't spread the virus. Maybe yeah. they had some sort of decontamination they, room. Let's be real. Deanna just likes him in a bathrobe. Yeah. No, I She's think they just took his clothes AM. away again. It's like a punishment. <laughs> They don't know Gaius Bolta well enough. It's like how a lot of kids' parents punish them by taking away the TV, but my parents used to take away my books. It's like, you got to know your audience, you know? <laughs> Maybe taking away clothes would be torture for some people, but not Gaius Bolta. Nope. That's that's where he's it's right at comfortable. home. Mm-hmm. Um, the Silons are fighting again. And can we please shout out to Simon? Who actually gets lines? Several lines. Yay. Oh, Simon's been so neglected in this series. Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. I really hope this is the turning point, but I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> no, we don't get, we can only as expect but so much from the most attractive male salon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at least he looks pretty, I guess. He does. He's also, I feel like, the most rational one in this scene. He is. Yeah. He does great. Shout out to Simon. Good job, Simon. And uh, Deanna kind of ends this fight by like slamming her hand into the water table thing. Do you think that the hybrid gets an orgasm from that? I I think it hits some buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not good. It's not good when it's too hard. That's true. Okay, we're also fifty percent about sex. Okay, so we're at two hundred percent in climbing. Um, yeah, I mean we are a two hundred percent podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> And they ask Gaius, like, hey, did you see anything on that ship? Nope, and he's nothing like, at all. nope, nothing at all, nothing <laughs> whatsoever. And Six, uh, she sees. She sees. And she protects him. Yeah, I th- she does for now. It seems like she, it's not out of love. She's not like, it's I'm not going to let anybody hurt my man. I think she doesn't know what to do with this information yet. But I guess, so I guess he was taking pictures with that little like regular ass camera mm. and got that thing in the background. Enhance. And they like. Enhance. It's like. The- Sorry, are you not getting my reference? <laughs> no. I actually don't know what that is. Oh, it's from Blade Runner. Oh. Enhance. I think it's Blade Runner. I haven't. It is. I've only seen parts of Blade Runner. Oh. I know. It's fine. It's not as good as it's hyped up to be. I fell asleep I just, for like, somebody who likes sci-fi, I know that that's a must watch. 
and it is a must watch and i i went through it for the same reason and it is good in some ways it's very draggy it's a very interesting style of cinema yeah it's i know that it's very stylized and yeah and a lot of people really way. like it i find it like it was really funny so for the first like Four or five times I tried to watch it. I kept falling asleep at exactly the same point. <laughs> I've had movies like that before. And then um, I had a little love affair with this Irish gentleman. Uh, it was a whirlwind uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I met him at my friend's wedding. Anyway, uh, and we were both talking about movies where we do that. And I was like, mine's Blade Runner. And then it was showing at the um, rooftop cinema in Melbourne on one of the nights, he w- the two nights he was there. And so we went in store and he kept me awake. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's like, I feel like that's in Groundhog Day when they stay up together. Uh, and she like won't let him fall asleep. But then I think it doesn't work anyway. I can't remember. I haven't seen that movie in ages. Oh, it's so good. Well, yeah, Groundhog Day is also an honored American tradition that you'll now be here for. Oh, wow. What day is Groundhog Day? Uh, I should know this because I've seen that movie what a bunch before. What month is Groundhog Day? I think it's February 2nd, <laughs> okay. but maybe it's later than what that. What is Groundhog Day? <laughs> Do you not know what Groundhog Day is? No. Uh, it's a It's a real event that happens in a real city. Uh, or town called Puxatawney uh-huh. and uh, what we do because of how sciencey we are with all of our measurements and temperature <laughs> keeping and everything um, we want to know at this point towards the end of winter uh, if winter is going to end soon or if it's going to end uh, at six weeks or later from now and how we do this is we pull a groundhog out of like a hole or tree or something and we show him the world and if he sees his shadow and gets scared and runs back in his little hole i think (laughs) (laughs) i've never actually witnessed this um that means that we're gonna have six more weeks of winter but if he doesn't see his shadow (laughs) that means winter's gonna be over soon (laughs) Oh my god! It sounds so stupid to explain it to someone who doesn't live here. I'm just gonna shout out again. Oh wow, we're way too loud. Sorry if we're bursting in your eardrums right now, but this is ridiculous. And I just have to shout out to Moth Dad right now. Look, I don't know. I'm sure you're not a please, listener of this podcast. Will you please respond to him and tell him about Groundhog Day? I think that I'm just gonna respond to them. We did not oh, right, determine if, if they were uh, ge- what gender they were. <laughs> uh, but I think we're just going to respond to them and say, um, hey, just listen to our <laughs> podcast. You're highly featured. <laughs> but maybe they're a Battlestar Galactica fan or maybe they aren't one yet. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> Kaylee, like, any argument you want to make for Veronica, like, you're done. You're just done. But we have out of the ground. We have this beautiful movie about um, learning to be a not shitty human being that stars Bill Murray and is hilarious. We got that out of the deal. Great. We're gonna watch this movie. It's gonna be awesome. That's our next bonus episode. <laughs> Introducing Christmas Lisa to Groundhog episode. Day. Actually, that let's is the do wrong it. time of year. Let's I'm do sorry. it at Groundhog Day. <laughs> yes. Let's find a Christmas movie to do for Christmas. Okay. Let's think um, on that. Please, not Love Actually. <laughs> or if we do, can we do a patriarchy smashing Love Actually? Yeah, I don't. 
I don't one hundred percent hate love. Actually, no, me either. I know it's awful. None of us do. We That's just know it's awful. <laughs> we love it, but we hate it. I mean, it's just everyone's everything. favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard, so we could think <laughs> we about could that, that one. It's true. Also, I am a huge fan of Home Alone. I haven't seen that movie in ages. It's, it's and it's it holds so up. good. It's I love great. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he's in a great movie as an adult called Saved. Have you seen it? Yes. It's so good. Yeah, many more than that one, right? So good. I freaking love that movie. My favorite line of it is when she has a Bible and she throws it and she's like, I'm full of Christ's love (laughs) and throws it at someone and they're like, This is not a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. That's a great movie. We could watch that one too, maybe just for ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) The holidays. It's a boring slash stressful time. We can make mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with holidays? <laughs> Podcasting. T- why don't we uh, ask you what your favorite Christmas movies are and we can all talk about it on Twitter. We can. Yeah. Great. Okay, great. I'm just going to give a quick shout out to Six wearing a black leather jacket. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good look. Yeah. She's in, a, in this episode, she's in a red bikini and then in a black leather jacket. And a sandy... Sandra D looking mm-hmm. outfit and uh, black haired as well. There's a lot going on. There's so much six here. Um, so much. So, what? okay. Sorry. Are you ready for this scene though? Oh my God. I BDE? don't even know how I feel about this scene. It's a lot. So Adama comes into the rec room, says, give me the room. And everyone's just Everybody like, clears out. Starbuck like takes a shot and tries to get up and leave as well. And he's like, no, not you. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think I'm talking to? <laughs> um, and this is, I think, the mo- maybe the most dramatic we've ever seen Adama get. Oh, yeah. And that's like a very high bar of dra- dramatic. <laughs> and he just gets dire. His voice is like peak low husky. Like, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. exactly like that. Give me a soda. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and Starbuck gives him the sidearm. And he's like, shoot me. One of you. <laughs> I don't care which one of you. Shoot me. And they don't, thankfully. Well, of course they're not going to. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. It's it's real intense though. And then I, I think we might get into some themes here as Adama throws out a lot of words like you're poisoning the crew and you're a cancer and you're sickness mm. and yeah. A little bit of and then the theme there. You were like a daughter to me once. Also that. But not anymore. But not anymore. Far out, man. In this like indeterminate amount of time that it took since we rescued you guys from New Caprica until now. Do you think he means it? Or do you think he's just like trying to wake her up? I hope it's the latter. I think it is. Um, I hope. It's, I think he's. He he walks a line in this scene that until he throws her on the floor is almost a little like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, which is always worse. <laughs> it is always worse. Uh, but then he physically throws her to the ground, which is that I had a harder time watching than him saying. It is hard, but you've got to keep in mind that it's Starbuck, not like. I guess I think the thing is, is that in our world, like men committing violence towards women is like a lot because of the power structures that exist. Whereas I feel like in the Battlestar Galactica universe, like it's very equal and like the whole thing is written as such, you know? So it's like 
when women are violent to men or men are violent to women generally. I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's hard. Because it's I feel hard like it's because Starbuck, right? Starbuck was like kidnapped. And it's true. Has she told anybody that? I don't think so. And I think that's a big part of it. But mm. that's also part of like, I don't know. There comes a point when you survive something like that where you come back and yeah. you can't just like sh- shut every single person out and be a dick to everyone yeah for and sure not tell anybody what happened or get any help or try to work through anything just get drunk and be an asshole all the time i mean to be fair for a lot of my life my coping strategy was to get drunk and be an asshole mm-hmm. uh so you so know you can relate i can relate <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong nothing i don't think this scene was meant to read as like unnecessarily like male on female violence. No, I think that Starbuck responds to violence. Yeah, I just like that's kind of sad and creepy in its own way. It is sad and creepy in its own way. But I think like, I don't know, it's just I don't want to ascribe every male and female violence in this show as strictly like um, the, the way that we would see it in our world. Like, especially in regards to Starbuck because she's like a badass. She is like always the first one to throw a punch and like she responds to violence a lot of the time. I don't think you're wrong. I just can't 100% look at it without totally thinking of it as but it, problematic. Like, but we exist in our world, right? So it's totally normal. Yeah. And mm. we can't, nobody can watch this show without watching it through the eyes of someone who lives in this world. Exactly. Um, so I just, yeah, it's a, it's an intense scene. And I don't know how I feel about it after she survived what she survived. And yeah. after... I know that he's had a relationship with Saul for much longer because, mm. um, I mean, Starbucks young and she's only known him for a few years. But I think he gives him in this scene a lot more credit than he gives her. And yeah, I think but he also knows kind of what happened to Saul. And maybe he knows that it. He, I'm not trying to defend him. No, I'm just trying but to he also he only knows that Saul lost Ellen. He doesn't. Yeah. I don't think he. No, knows he knows that he lost Ellen, Ellen, though, whereas with Starbuck. I mean, I guess he knows that she was locked up because everybody knew that everybody she was somewhere knew she else. was locked up. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's interesting. Yeah. And Adama's like, you can keep doing what you're doing or you can like get your shit together and um, and be the man that I once knew and was friends with for 30 years. And Ty's like, no, nope. that man is dead. And see you later. See you never. You know what I think? think you couldn't be that man i adored <laughs> you don't seem to know seem to care what your heart is for <laughs> i don't know him anymore oh my god <laughs> so good <sighs> it's too appropriate it is it's and true. i i don't know i think somebody was a fan <laughs> of this song because the lyrics fit <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, so Starbuck bursts into uh into the head. This is really like with a huge knife. It's hilarious how everybody's reacting around her. Cause she just walks up and stares at herself intensely in the mirror, then pulls out a knife and people are just behind me like, what, what? the fuck? Is Which going is on? it's perfect extra acting. Like oh. everyone does a great job here. Because if they'd not even paid attention, it would have been weirder. But yeah. I just love everybody like you just realize how weird this is. Like, can you imagine? being in a public bathroom <laughs> and someone just walks in and intensely stares at themselves and then pulls out a knife and you're like oh yeah everyone's doing this weird like 
should I back up? Should I try to help? I don't know. I'm just going to freeze <laughs> kind of a move. It's pretty funny. Oh, and then she finally decides to chop those hideous extensions off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that, and then by the next scene has a perfect haircut. Well, did, did she go to the salon? <laughs> Is there a salon on the Battlestar? But I mean, did somebody in the bathroom, they were like, oh, sweetie, let me help. (laughs) (laughs) At least on Buffy, when she cuts off her hair, third reference, um, by herself, like she goes to the salon after. Like you see her go to the salon after. And then it's Buffy's hair. Yeah. And then it's cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Starbuck just like, it seems like no time at all has passed. And she (laughs) comes in with this like perfectly. Yeah adorable cut. so can i ask you have you ever just cut off all your hair in a moment of like an in a britney spears moment well like or in a buffy moment or in a Starbucks <laughs> moment like it's happening everywhere have you done it i have not okay have you no anyway we're almost there we've gone so long we're gonna have to um cut out themes. <laughs> okay like maybe th- there weren't that many themes well we kind of talked about some themes we did what's projection that's what one of my main ones exposition is a major theme yeah <laughs> Being and we've done that. Having a sickness or being a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> and the complexities of dealing with uh, PTSD. Yeah, it's we a lot. We didn't really dive too deep into that, but that's fine. And I don't know if you know this, guys, but I actually am qualified as a someone with a degree in psychology to talk about this. Yeah, I think you've mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> what was that theater major? <laughs> Let's be real. We both studied human behavior, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm still going. Yeah. Yeah. Studying anthropology right now. So literally. Yeah. Tie no shortage of bottles. If there is a like, like a bootleg whiskey operation, they're like only For selling sure. to him. Only it's to just time. like his he's so private. He's like employing. Maybe he's a, making He's employing himself. someone. He does not have that skill. How dare There's you? no way he's that resourceful. Maybe Ellen was making it. She, there's no way Ellen was that resourceful. Oh, come on. Give them some credit. Ellen would frack somebody for a bottle of whiskey before she would learn how to distill Well, she would do anything for Ty. Oh, this is too soon. Well, he is sitting there like holding her purple shirt or something. Oh, very. I mean, if only he had magic and could make it into a body form. I know. I went there. I, I don't appreciate that. Sorry. It's what I thought of when I saw the scene. Cool. <laughs> it's what I thought of when I saw the scene. All right. Stupid killing all my lesbian characters. <laughs> um, so they find the uh, Lion's Head Nebula. They do. It's uh, it's Athena and Racetrack. Yep. They find it. And they also find a dead a ba- Cylon base But they don't ship. know that they're dead. I think Sharon knows. I think Athena knows. I think that I'm worried she's infected because she looks like she might be. She does get real deep real fast. She says, when God's anger awakens, even the mighty shall fall. Yeah. So I think she recognizes that the ships are dead. Yeah. But then she also seems like the minute they land there, she's a bit like, ooh, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just because of that or if it's because, I don't know. But I thought maybe she's sick. I don't know how close you'd have to get to... I don't know either, but they didn't want to jump too far close to it. And they were pretty close to it. That's true. So I was worried. Uh, I, well, it's kind she of just a cliffhanger, so we'll see. I know. I was so mad. I'm going to go watch it right after this. <laughs> we'll see what happens next episode. Yeah. 
Great. We made it. We did. Do you have um, a BDE nomination for this episode? Oh, look. It was not even worth nominating anyone but Adama. Yeah, no. Do you have any other nominees? There's no Absolutely one else. not. No, it's definitely. And maybe, like, Diana. She's not even in the episode. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. I, for some reason, I was thinking oh, D. D. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, she's got pretty big BDE. I I think nobody outshines Adama in no, this episode. But let's just give her a little runner-up prize so that we're not, you know, being... Mm, okay. She does slam her hand she on does. that table thing real hard. Yeah, and you Gets know that... Gets the silence in order. Yeah, and you know that... I mean, that was good for the hybrids, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Let's go for our um, counts. Oh, yeah. Wait, where do I have those? I have those. They're not on your three and a quarter page of notes. <laughs> My written notebook. Uh, so we've got in this episode, uh, I mean, we've got all the Cylons. Mm. I started the keeping seven track. And then that we know. The seven that we know. And maybe others that we don't. Who knows? Oh, wait, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, for frack count, we've got a lot of fracks. We have two from Cat, one from Apollo, uh, one from starbuck one from adama and one from racetrack nice so one, it's nice two, nice three, four, democracy fracks yeah oh it's just one from adama sorry um but six fracks yeah nicely peppered in throughout the yeah, episode through different people i like it mm-hmm. it's a democracy of fracks <laughs> all right well that's us for this week don't forget to tweet at us because we love that. Yeah, and we have a great keep time. sending us facts that we don't research because we love that too. <laughs> uh, also, if you are not supporting us on Patreon, that would be lovely. We will give you a shout out or a call sign. Yeah. Um, I understand can, we have different levels of we do. meeting with different goodies you can receive. Yes, yes. It starts from a shout out on Twitter. And if you sponsor us with enough of the money... We will even do a dedicated episode to a movie of your choice, which um, we've thrown out some suggestions (laughs) in this episode, but uh, we'll take yours. Yes, for Mm -hmm. sure. Maybe um, our movies should just be for our Patreon supporters. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. But thank you to the people who are supporting us already. And we are just going to leave you with a little bit of this. Well, you couldn't be that man I adore. You don't seem to know to care what your heart is for well, I don't know him anymore